Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Dale Scott, our favorite umpire's third appearance on the show. We have a lot of fun with Dale. Let's get it. Hello and welcome back to Talking Baseball. Myself, John, and Dale Scott. For those of you that know and you're in our tangled web, it's a big week for us. It's a Blitzball battle week, so Trev is flying out right now. We actually pre-recorded this with Dale. Uh, we, we weren't sure if we were going to use it this week. We're going to have to because we're busy and we're in a little bit of a lull, right? Spring trainings, uh, I don't want to say slowed down, but we've kind of seen guys or you haven't seen guys. Uh, as I record this, Otani's hit a couple three-run yackers in his uh, World Baseball Classic tune-up. So, uh, you know, we're going to be falling into WBC, and we're going to be we're going to be feeling that out. And as we get more spring updates, you know, we'll be there. Uh, but for this week, we got Dale Scott, who's back for his third time. If if you guys heard his previous appearances on the show, he's awesome. He's such a dude, um, and we had a lot of fun with him. And we go over some of the rule stuff, and you get it from the umpire's view, which uh, you know. It's it's always we don't stand in their shoes a lot, uh, so uh, without further ado, is that a word? Uh, let's get to the Dale Scott interview brought to you by SeatGeek. Make sure you guys are going. You, I guess you could probably go to WBC games, right? SeatGeek, maybe. I'd assume the bunch in Miami. I assume you can buy them there. They got seats there, uh, and that's what SeatGeek is good at. So download the app. Green means good. Red means bad. That's how they list their deals on their website. Uh, if you could figure that out, you're going to have a blast on the SeatGeek app. Use code JOMBOYPRESEASON, 15% off your order, whether you're a first-time buyer or not. So if you've already used one of their discounts, you're golden. You're live. You're live. One of my friends was a running back at Penn State, and his, his running back coach used to always tell him, five before you jive. Run five yards before you wiggle. I don't know. It doesn't apply here, but go to SeatGeek, click the link, download the app, John Boy, previous season, 15% off uh, your next SeatGeek purchase. Dale Scott. Baseball! We are joined by, for the third time, author Dale Scott. That was some umpiring and stuff and just, I don't know, kind of a sneaky fan favorite of the show. When I remember when we first had you on, we were like, I don't know, umpire? Are people going to hate yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. And then you crushed... Because you're an awesome dude, and that's why we're doing it for a third time. So how you doing? It's now? the Three Timers Club. Yeah, yeah man, that's that's uh, a league. I'm a little nervous. I, I, is is Trev not here because I was afraid I'd throw him out? Yep. in person. Yep. He I, did. I, I he said <laughs> he said he's scared of your strikes. Huh? Well, who isn't? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Quite frankly, but uh, no, I'm happy to be here and actually in person. That's great. And if anyone hears uh, booming noises in the background, we are at the warehouse. Uh, Dale just strapped on the gear for the first time since. Do you remember the uh, – we should find the – ooh, that's a home run oh, right at us. Incoming. <laughs> the last pitcher you called balls and strikes for, and then the next one was uh, someone from our warehouse. That's, that's a right. Fun well, the, la the last yeah, right. uh, time, the last pitcher I ever took, uh, I left on a stretcher in, uh, in a neck brace. Um, wow. So okay. this worked out well. I'm, I'm so still on my two feet. Yeah. <laughs> when we reached out to you, you were like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, uh, you actually – I've had concussions. But, uh, no, it was a lot of fun. A lot, very different, but it's been – that was, uh, I can tell you right now, that was April 14th, uh, 2017. Wow. So it has been quite wow. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I want to, that leads me right into 2017. Baseball has changed so much since you left. <laughs> Unbelievable. 
And, I mean, just from kind of the strategy of umpires which we, or catchers we talked earlier about stealing strikes and the, and the no the no whatever, you have the sticky stuff, you have uh, COVID ball, and yeah. now you have the, oh. all the rule changes now. A bunch of rule changes, yeah. yeah and, and, and plus we have we have a whole bunch of new umpires. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the staff has changed. I mean, oh my, this year. Just this last year there were t- uh, seven crew chiefs, ten, ten uh, com- uh, openings. Uh, so it's amazing how, you know, you're in the game for 30-plus years, and it seems like nothing really changes. <laughs> and then, then uh, you know, you're out just a, just a very short time, and there's a, a lot of changes. And the, the, the changes right now are the most drastic changes I think we've seen to the sport uh, on, like, a holistic level. Right. As, as you watch this and you see what, you know, the umpires have to enforce and, and people hate it and people, some people like it, but do you get a little jealous or are you saying, thank God I didn't have to deal with this? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, the one thing I'm a little bitter about uh, with my radio background is I didn't get to do announcements. That's my wheelhouse, man. Yeah. I would have crushed that. Damn. Uh, a little bitter about that. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm not, uh, I, 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 you know, I'm kind of glad. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of glad I missed the COVID thing, to be honest with you, yep. uh, <laughs> uh, with uh, baseball. And then. Uh, all these new changes, you know, you, you know, I'm an old man. I'm, I'm set in my ways. <laughs> we have to change, well, change, teach an old, uh, old dog new tricks. No, but it, it, it is, it's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff. You know, you know, I kind of joked, you know, you're in the game for a long time and nothing changes, but literally nothing changed in baseball for years. I yeah. mean, the, 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 it was very rare that you had a, even a major type change, maybe a minor thing here or there. And, you know, beginning in 2000, when we combined for the umpire staffs, we combined the leagues and we're working yeah. Uh, both leagues, um, but since then we've had a ton of changes, uh, and especially you know more recently. But but even in those last twenty years or so, uh, there's been quite a few changes. Uh, uh, you know, with uh, you know sliding rules and and and, and uh, uh, you know pace of game initiatives that have been going on for a long time. And I think finally they they got a grasp of it a little bit. It's really going to work. But um, yeah, it's just it's it's amazing how a game for the longest time it didn't change, and now it's changed a lot. And a pitch clock's been the hottest one I, right. I think we've seen. And, I, you know, we talked a little bit. We were having lunch, a little, a little New York slice before. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think pitch clock, when it's players, umps, owners, to get everyone on the same page with yep. that is rare. <laughs> and I <laughs> yeah. think everyone kind of is, which, you know, a lot of fans rebelled for that. Even our, our guy Dan Rourke, who's as big of a Yankee baseball fan as you'll find, right. You know, he almost has that edge up because, you know, he wants his baseball. And even we went from ghost runner last year. Um, I guess pitch clock, uh, have you heard anyone, uh, I guess anyone still umpiring or, or any other thoughts on it that's when it first happened, we've seen it getting executed to the letter of the law. Yeah. Do you think that's an initial thing? Do you think that carries over? Or do you think there's, you know, because we've seen a couple pitchers mid windup, but the foot's not down yet that they've called it. Do you think when the season comes around, maybe that becomes a little well, you let know, him play or what? I don't have inside knowledge um, particularly, but I do know that when they have, like like uh, uh, years ago, we had the, the no-stop box. We were emphasizing box oh, yeah. uh, to stop. Um, mm-hmm. And so we called a ton of box in spring training, trying to let everybody know, you know, this is what we're doing. I have a feeling these changes this year or that, you know, the, the pitch clock, um, they might tweak it a little bit. They might tell the umpires or instruct them to do, you know. But I, I do know right now, and I think most people would admit, let's, let's, let's call the heck out of it in spring training so everybody Get gets on the same page and understands what it is. 
So when the games actually uh, do uh, do count, maybe you know it, it won't be as a big a deal. But anytime there's a change like this, uh, I remember in 2003, I believe, is when we uh, uh, we had the Quest Tech system. We were now being evaluated by a uh, you know a wow. computer, so to speak, uh, and and you know. Quite honestly, we had gotten too wide on our strike zone. I yes. mean, it just had developed to where <laughs> yeah. I look at guys. I look at games uh, uh, on MLB Network or something, and, and and I'm you know I'm behind the plate. I'm going, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> the Carrie Wood one. Yeah, Greg Maddox has a couple viral ones. You know, and I but I also noticed that most of the time no one said a word because yeah. it was it was. I'm not saying it was right, but that's just the way it was. And so uh, that that was being reined in and everything, and and, and uh, it, it was an adjustment. I believe it was a 2003 season that, that suddenly uh, pitchers weren't getting that outside pitch like they used to. Suddenly hitters, uh, we were, were calling a little, just a little bit lower in the zone and, and a little bit more above the – uh, the belt, and, right. and so everybody had to adjust. And mm-hmm. and that uh, that spring, that uh, April and May, um, there's you know a little, uh, screaming going on here and there as as everybody was adjusting. Once we got to that point, though, um, things you know died down. And I it'll be the exact. I I, I think it'll be the yeah. exact same thing with this. Is once everybody understands, you got to remember too. Um, any guys that have been playing in the minor leagues the last couple of years yeah, right. have had these rules. So yeah. they're, they're not necessarily new to this. It's and just a lot of umps other. just got promoted Ex- from those minor leagues, <laughs> exactly. which might help out. Exactly. They tried to implement the batters can't step out rule, and David Ortiz literally said, uh, go fuck yourself. Like, I'm not <laughs> doing that. And no one argued. And also, in the rule book has said 12 seconds forever, Yeah, but no one's, it was, yeah. no one's done it. But I guess that's just... So I, my, I guess my question is, at what point, I know that's not umpire saying we're not doing this, but can the union of umps say we're not going to do this? And it brings me to, like, the the sticky stuff checks. Like That was a much different task umpires had to do there, right, right. especially when the guys were doing their belt and making a whole right. mockery of it. Yeah. Right. But do you think that, you know, as an umpire, are you do you have to just go, oh, this is my job, I enforce the law and, and – well, and we do it, or you know, the, the union is, you know, consulted and, and that kind of stuff. For, for years, uh, the rules committee didn't even have an umpire on it, mm. uh, which made zero sense. <laughs> okay, uh, because uh, uh, we're the ones that have to enforce. You could make all the rules you want. We're the ones that have to enforce it, and oh. and sometimes you know that uh, input would be helpful. Yeah, as you're as you're, as you're for, uh, forming a rule. But uh, there is an umpire now uh, on, on the rules committee. Um, it, it's not so much that we just say, oh, we're not going to call that. That's too tough. It's, it's more trying to shape the rule uh, and the enforcement of the rule that's uh, uh, in the spirit of what they want the rule to do, but also umpire-friendly to in practical purposes on the field. It's Like I said, it's easy to sit up uh, in an office and say, well, by God, this is going to be the rule. Okay, well, how are you going to enforce that? Or, you know, how in, in yeah. practical terms, we're the ones that need to enforce that. Uh, how, you know, and we can give suggestions. I think it's easier to try and still stay with the spirit of what they're trying to do, yeah. but saying that maybe we can enforce it this way or, or, or mechanically we can do it this way. That'll make it smoother and, and, and easier to digest. Have, oh. have you, and I'm putting you on the spot a little bit, so if, if there's not one, it's fine. But I, I'm excited. There's going to be a next step to this where we see players try. Anytime there's rules in anything in life, people try to take advantage of them the best they are. And there's going to be a part of this season where players are taking advantage. And we've heard some different things from base running. Like if you see the clock ticking down and you know that pitch has to go, you might get that head start. Um, 
I guess for any of the new rules, whether pitch clock or, or any of the shifting, we've heard rumors about maybe actually pulling an outfielder out from left field and putting them in that second base shift. Have, have you heard or thought about anything like that, about how the players will take advantage? And I guess, is it the umpire's yeah, problem you, to you, worry about? Or would you be told ahead of time, like, hey, we think teams might do this? Be on Usually lookout? we're not told like that. But uh, uh, it, it's, it's, it's one of those things, anytime you change, especially, you know, major changes, uh, in, in what's going on, there's unintended circumstances. Uh, yeah, yeah. We got it in, in, in replay. When the, when the guy slides in to second, easy double, the throw's late, but they keep the glove the on him, up. and he comes up this right here. That's not why that uh, replay was put in there. That's a cheap out. Everybody knows it's a cheap out, but what are you going to do? He's off the base being right. tagged with a live ball. So that was unintended. Uh, when the ABS system comes into the big leagues, you're going to have unintended circumstance there. I, I, I don't know what's going to be it. That, that's a lot of times unintended means we don't know yet. Right. We'll <laughs> and, find the, out. And, the same, and the same thing, I think, uh, with what's going on this year with, with the shift and, and, the, and the clock and everything, I'm sure there will be uh, some creative uh, situations where they could take advantage of the new rule. Uh, and maybe, maybe not nothing illegal, but they're taking advantage right. of, of this new rule. That's when baseball steps in at some point. Maybe they might tweak the rule or tweak how it's done. Uh, they tweaked the, uh, the, 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 the slide rule and the catcher blocking and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. From, from the original rule that came out, they had, to, they had to rewrite some of that because, in theory, as it was happening, it wasn't what they intended. So um, that's going to happen. I, I, I would be shocked if it didn't. Um, it's an adjustment period. But, again, to, just to emphasize that anybody that's been playing in the minor leagues and the umpires that you're talking about um, are, are, have seen this, have played under it, and quite frankly, in, in, a, in a year or two, uh, I mean, a year or two meaning everybody will be used right. to yeah. They'll be used to it before that. But, but, but it, it, it's a big change now, and it's, yeah. that's what everybody has to adjust to. There's a lot of ironing out to do. Right. We're talking about replay, and I, I talk about this a lot since I started watching kind of foreign sports and how they use replay, and I want to know if, if this is too far against the system that you worked in for 30 years or if you, if any umpires have been asking for this. In cricket or even some other sports, if the umpire doesn't know a close play, just, just they go just to go, Let's just, I, I, whatever I say shouldn't hold weight because I just go straight to the booth. Or, and then they do it. Is that something you think, as an umpire, did you ever be like, well, I wish we could just review this right away? I well, th- there's something here. Well, there was certainly, uh, you know, as a crew chief, uh, and, and, and you didn't have to have a challenge uh, for a, a boundary call or yeah. a home run type like, like that. You would just, I mean, I, let's say I went out on it and I have a home run. I immediately was <laughs> going in knowing that I want to look at this. Yeah, right. First of all, I know they're going to want me to anyway. But, but, but under my discretion, I, I'm saying I, this is what I have, but I'm not sure. Uh, exactly what what it was so um, you know it, it would be nice maybe sometimes instead of uh, you know uh, you see it in basketball for example uh, uh, a, a guy will call an out of bounds and then immediately go I'm, I'm going to look at this yeah. you know in the last two yeah. minutes or whatever that seems like it would thing. be better for umpires to be allowed the wiggle room there on certain plays and and and, and you may be you know you may see that coming up you may you may see a situation where uh, where you have um, uh, uh, kind of a express replay <laughs> type yeah, of thing, where right. where uh, they're kind of trying that in NFL and and, and and football is where instead of getting in front of the monitor stuff, when there's an obvious uh, right. miss, they just buzz down and say, "Hey, that that was incomplete. The ball, yeah. was, you know, the ball hit the ground I, I or like whatever." 
Um, and, and so you could have that on, on certain types of plays. I think you could have an express or a accelerated type replay that doesn't take a lot of time, and it's, it's obvious for, to everybody that it needs to be changed. Um, we'll see if that gets to that. I'm not, I, I, I think at some point they will. You know, replay when it first started compared to now is much more streamlined from our end yeah. in the replay center because we're so much, easy, or so much more uh, attuned to what we need to do, what we have to see, you know, and that kind of stuff. Um, and, and replay times have gone down, I think, each year uh, as far as the time that they have to go uh, when they go to a replay and, and, and when a decision is made. Now, certainly when you have complicated ones with uh, maybe specter interference and you have to award runners and this is that, that's a little bit yeah. different. But, uh, but yeah, to answer, your, to answer your question, I think I, I see no reason why that couldn't happen at some point as they get better at streamlining this stuff. That'd well, be nice. I, think, I think we got to jump. I introduce you as an author. Um, you know, for, for <laughs> well, 37 years, like you mentioned. Uh, I you, were, you know, I, I, I've been called a lot of things author. I still am not used to. Uh, <laughs> well, you've combined everything now because you've turned, you, you, you know, and I've been reading the book. You left your um, budgeting career. We've been burgeoning, burgeoning whatever career uh, in the radio. In radio, yeah. Using your voice, that booming voice. To go become a full-time umpire, and now you just recorded the audiobook. I just did. So I you've did kind of come full <laughs> yeah. circle. The audiobook just came out February 28th. Uh, that was an interesting. Uh, I, my background in radio, they, they they allotted me five days in the studio to record that. I did it in four because wow. I've seen the Sorry. business. I've seen the business end of you a know, microphone. Why don't you guys keep the other day? I'm <laughs> good. I'd take the I'm fifth good. to record an hour. You guys can sit around for uh, eight hours. I'll go ahead and take off. <laughs> Uh, but it was fun. It was uh, it was an interesting thing to do, and, and we'll see how, how that goes. But it, it, the whole author thing, uh, like I'd said before, I had no intention of writing a book when I when I retired, and, and I, I was talked you know into it, it, it rightfully so. I think my story uh, deserved to be out there, and, and, and from my book tour last year and all the people I met uh, in person, that 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 you know is so humbling but, but that that it actually did affect and change their lives for the for the better yeah um is is amazing and it's like billy bean who who, who wrote the uh the forward to it but it's like he said dale you, it's a tip of an iceberg uh you're just hearing from these few people there's a whole ton of people you'll yeah. never ever yeah. hear from yes. yes uh but but it's been a positive effect so that that makes me feel feel good and i think that's uh, certainly why it should have been written. I haven't gotten to the big league stories yet, which I, I've heard a lot because we've, we've talked about them on the show. But you open it up talking about nut cutters and getting how many times you've been hitting a nut is the first uh, nuts. Is the not, first a lot of, not a lot of books start with uh, talking about your gonads. <laughs> yeah, and I love The books it. I normally read do. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why this worked out. Well, but I yeah. love it because I love the uh, lingo that you don't know about because you're not part of that world. Right. So, And I, I never even would have thought like, oh, umpires have their own baseball lingo. It's like, fuck, I'm not part of that world. <laughs> I, I don't know what they're saying. I want to know. So I, I love that. And then I also enjoyed, I, I don't want to spoil too much, but I told Jake that he would enjoy this. And uh, Sam, who works with us, she's read it as well. And she said, did you get to that part? When um, you got to heckle someone at their <laughs> job. So, the California uh, uh, League, yeah, yeah. Visalia. Uh, the Adams family, yeah. They, they, uh, they were at every game in Visalia, and, and not a lot of people were. <laughs> so you heard everything they had to say. And that one day, uh, Tim Cheetah was uh, my partner. Uh, Tim Cheetah. And we went into... This ice cream place in Visalia, and right when we walked in, we recognized Mr. Adams was yeah. there. You know, they owned it. Of course, he didn't know who we were. We're out of <laughs> yeah. out of uniform, and so uh, we, you know, we said, let's have some fun. So we got our scoops, and we're sitting down, and the next people come up, and as he's scooping up, we're saying, "You call that a scoop? That's not a scoop. <laughs> you know, you're better than that. You know." And that's the, and finally he asked us to leave, and I said, "Well, 
are you having an issue with, you know, someone yelling at you at work? He goes, yeah, I am. I go, well, <laughs> so are we. We're the umpires. We'll see you tonight. And we, you know, <laughs> <laughs> That's like the things you dream about. Yeah, you know? Total dream uh, about it. To, to have that actually, uh, that scenario be able to set up for you uh, is almost impossible. Uh, that was good. And also the, the learning about just the Dominican League, the grind of it all is wild. But what is crazy impressive to me is that how young you were and how quick you went from. I was lucky. I was lucky. I, you know, I, I, I went to umpire school when I was 21. I, I only spent five years in the minor leagues. I, the, my big break, you know, getting to AAA was quick, and I, I, and I you know, I just uh, was, was fortunate there. But uh, my big break once I got to AAA was my literally my third game behind the plate um, uh, was uh, Dick Butler, who at the time was the American League supervisor, uh, was there to watch Larry Young and Tim Cheetah, who were on the, on the crew, because they had interest in both of them, and, and Larry already had his option bought. Uh, and I was uh, to watch those two behind the plate, I, ha- I happened to be the middle game. Yeah. And so he saw my game on a Saturday night in Louisville that went uh, five hours, 15 innings, and, and it, that put me on the map. They said, who, who is this guy? You know, and wow. I had just come up. Uh, so the next two series, I uh, went to Evansville. We were, we were seen by another supervisor. We went to uh, Indianapolis. We were seen by another supervisor, and boom. Uh, my option was bought, so I I, I, I was I was uh, five plate games uh, into my AAA career, three weeks since being called up in in, in May of, of '84, and the American League had bought my options. So, and how old were you when you did your first MLB? About 25. I was uh, I was I just turned 26. My first major league game. That's in, you were nervous as shit. Oh my god! I, <laughs> I, I, I put my I put my undershirt on backwards. Okay, <laughs> seriously, and and and. Uh, 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 Jim Evans was the crew chief, and, and he's got this real dry sense of humor. And he said uh, before, he said, are you nervous? I said, no, Jim, I'm not nervous. I'm excited, you know. And then I, I was putting my shirt on, and he goes, so, so I'm glad you're not nervous. Do you always put your shirt on <laughs> I said, of course I do. I set the trends. And I said, okay, maybe I'm a little nervous. Yeah. So if we have any, uh, you know, a lot of people listen to the podcast that are baseball fans. If we have any young people that are uh, looking to be umps, something that I kind of picked up on, about your quick path and, and umpire school was not only the mechanics and be making the right calls, but you talk about earlier on just the level of confidence you did have or perceived other right. people to have. And, and that's when you're 12 and you go to um school, they say, whatever you call, make it with confidence. Right. But you talked about that in the book before even an umpire kind of like that. Well, he, he was commissioner of his town. That's what I want to tell you. He was commissioner of all was commissioner of officials for of official sports program wow. <laughs> at 21 years old. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, and again, that just fell in my lap. Uh, I was lucky with that, you know, living a double life uh, yeah. that I, that I was doing, um, I think is what gave me, now I don't know if that makes it a psychopath or whatever, but <laughs> it, it, it gave me this confidence and, and able to, uh, to, to you know, to come off as something maybe I wasn't, <laughs> which was a straight male. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, um, uh, but you know, I got to say though, uh, guys, I may have shown confidence and looked calm and cool or whatever. Inside, I was a nervous wreck. Yeah, and like, yeah, like you said, I mean, I, I, I put my shirt on backwards for God's yeah. sake. So, I, so I, obviously, it was affecting me. So, you know, uh, one of the guys asked me earlier, uh, um, you know. How do you, how do you, uh, you know, it's a stressful job. How do you do it? I said, well, it is, but you, you learn like players do. And anybody at a high stress job, you, you try to channel that and, 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 you know, compartmentalize that a little yeah. bit uh, because uh, otherwise it'll eat you up. And, 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 and that's, uh, 
Uh, that's something you you not you know I had to learn it. Yeah. Um, uh, especially I, you know when I went from AAA to the big leagues. You know, I, I thought I was a pretty good AAA umpire or whatever. Yeah. And I got the big leagues. I'm Jesus, I mean, this is a whole different thing here. It's a, it's the game of baseball, but it's a whole. You know, you're surrounded by a whole. Different... Also got the egos, the veterans, right, uh, right, the it's, managers that are lifers, a, and you're entering a whole new world of whole new world. And you have zero credibility yeah, as far as yeah. they're concerned. None. You know, yeah. Until you prove yourself. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's the way it is. So uh, it, it's been a it's been a great ride, and and I wouldn't change a thing. But it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. And that, that the stories of uh, you know your first. Um, winter off and then and meeting your now husband right away right. Is to, but. <laughs> right the last thing in my mind was yeah. getting into a uh, any type of relationship i was finally uh, not working winter baseball for the first time in, a, in like three years and, and 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 i was getting paid and i was off for five months yeah. and i thought i mean this is i'm moving to a new city i'm going to portland and and that's kind of how it works it, man it, you, <laughs> you tell people it's it's like an old line for movies like when you stop kind of looking for it and then it's it happens and that's when you're when you're looking for it you never find you know you're, i was and you make mistakes uh, but uh yeah that 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 that, <laughs> happened, <laughs> that happened but uh um but, but you learn from the mistakes hopefully yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes yeah um but yeah we, uh, we just uh, celebrated last uh, october 36 years uh that we've uh, been together and uh so it's been it's been yeah. good. I've had a charmed life, I got to say. Yeah, I mean, a couple of concussions here and there, but I, everything's good. Is that the some second book? Charmed life. Charmed Dale life. Scott? Yeah, 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 charmed. Now you could interview some managers and players. It's not so charmed, probably. Do, but you, I, do <laughs> you do you have the author's itch right now? I mean, that's you're telling the story of your. It's a it's a big story. I mean, yeah. now like, do you have a little scratch or that you want to do some more, or, you, or are be, you like I'm done? I'll be honest with you. Um, I have thought about maybe uh, diving in again. I'm okay. certainly not. Doesn't mean I will. Um, um, we'll see. Uh, but, okay. but I, to answer that though, I really did enjoy the process. Good. Uh, I have I a pitch. If I was a literary, if we have any literary agents listening, Listen. I think that you should team up with a player, a manager, and someone in the booth for the for a game. And then you tell it from the four perspectives. From the different in perspectives. Oh, yes. I like that. It's because you have, that, and we we gotta you let you go. You can do that audio visual too. Yeah, you've done okay. so many big moments. Like, it, go listen to our first two interviews with you. You should have seen. You just started. You should have seen the kids. I, I call them the kids now. I've got my beard, Dale. You can yeah. see. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so they that's, uh, uh, two months. Two years. They when Zoe from We Got Ice, who I think they're about to torture you in a minute. Uh, he heard that Dale Scott was for the Jose Bautista game, and Zoe was like, started drooling. Well, and like, then the Rookie I mean, Punch you, game. Could, if you do that from every perspective, all right, so we're in. So yeah. we're okay. producing it. John Boy Media will produce that. We'll Done. just get more people on. Yeah, uh, well, perfect. Uh, I, I know the right people. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much for coming and, and umpiring a Blitzball game, which is a ridiculous thing that I'm excited happened. It was it was fun, guys. It was fun. I was having flashbacks a couple times. I only had to warn one pitcher, but uh, we, we, <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it went well. It was a great time. Yeah. Thank you. I think yeah, we got ice. They they were gonna have you ump some of uh, their wiffle ball. Uh, they're like. A minute long now, so it'll be a little easier. Well, that would be good because yeah. that was a lot of work. I yeah, hope. you know, it's just a lot of standing <laughs> on. Yeah, we're tired. And <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you very much for joining Thanks, us. Guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Go by the umpire is out, or listen to the audiobook, or listen to the audiobook. Listen and read along. <laughs> there you go. Bye, bam, bam. Yeah, same <laughs> time. I'm your agent now. <laughs> All right. Cool. Great. Baseball. Whoo! That Dale Scott interview was brought to you by Manscaped, the best tools in the game for spring cleaning. If you're watching right now on the tube, you're probably looking at me saying, Jake, you might have to tighten it up. My beard's coming in thick right now. 
Uh, and they have their Beard Hedger, a waterproof cordless trimmer, rotary wheel, like that, 20 hair-cutting lengths, all with one guard. It comes with their Beard Shampoo and Conditioner, Beard Oil. Need that. Got a couple patchies on Poppy. Uh, and it comes with three free gifts, a beard brush, comb, and scissors. So if you got that nice John Boy beard, this is going to be something you want, whether you're a John Boy, a Jake, a Trev, or a BBD. Uh, go to Manscaped. You know, they're they're the leaders in this stuff. Manscaped. Uh, or maybe if you're a lady listening to this and you're trying to get your fella, tighten it up a little bit. Use code TALKING at manscaped.com. You'll get 20% off in free shipping with code TALKING. Uh, focus on the face and use the Beard Hedger Pro Kit for the cleanest look in the game. Mm-hmm. How about it? 20% off free shipping with code TALKING. Uh all right, guys. So uh, that was Dale Scott. Uh, Jake, what was your favorite part of the interview? Um, me and Dale. So we interviewed an interesting location. We were upstairs at the warehouse. So that was a fun dynamic. We were just looking at a camera in the distance. I liked that me and Dale were standing. So there was a couple times that we were la- when we were laughing and had a joke, we would throw bows into each other. So we got <laughs> a little physical. So I like that. Uh, that's the highlight I will take away from that. Um, and yeah, man, it's, uh, you know, talking baseball, sometimes I forget, you know, our, our Christmas, Christmas, New Year's week rules episode was one of our biggest eps of the year. Um, Dale Scott and the umpire perspective and everything he brings to it. It's, uh, it's so cool, man. He, uh, highlights from the day, uh, you know, Dale Scott, he's, you know, been behind Randy Johnson. He, he I think he said he caught, he was the umpire for uh, five Nolan Ryan games. Hearing the We Got Ice Boys, who normally can't control their silliness, they, they have to let it out. Um, when uh, Zoe found out that Dale Scott was behind home plate for the Jose Batista bat flip game, he like, mm. Zoe like gasped. He was like, what? Um, so having him in the warehouse, um, man, was a lot of fun. Go, um... Dale Scott mixes it up on Twitter. What is he? Dale Scott MLB5. Um, and he's got his new book, The Umpire is Out. Um, and he's uh, he's awesome. So thank you, Dale. He, he came out. Uh, well, he came out and he came out to visit us. Um, but just for us. Like, I, I thought he was doing like a New York City swing or something. Um and no, he was like, yeah. Or at least going to use it for like full weekend in the Yeah, city he ended up and- seeing a show and he's enjoying it. But still, uh, uh, so we've got some fun warehouse stuff coming with him. And uh, yeah, like I told you guys at the start, um, excited to get into WBC as it picks up and uh, everything as we keep getting more uh, more stuff from MLB. Uh, spring training, I mean, we're, we're going to be what? Three weeks opening day? Give or take, right? Woo! Jake Jake sucks. sucks. Check out our old Dale Scott apps too. You listen this far, might as well subscribe if you're not. Yes. Yes. Interact. Comment below your favorite part.